This is the Simply Love Jesus podcast. We explore life and faith through the lens of one question, which is what does it mean to simply love Jesus? My name is Caleb Davis. I am one of the hosts of this podcast, podcasto, podcastorio. And uh, with me is my co-host, Mr. Aaron Collier. What's up? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm great. You know, I uh, slept for about three hours last night, like you. I think you said the exact same thing. So there's a lot happening this week. Uh, oh, and, man. Uh, we have a little one. So that makes our lives a yeah. lot more fun. Yeah, that's... Oh, yeah, you're up for three hours. Yeah, it's a little one. Did she, like, wake up in the middle of the night and just... Yeah, she does that multiple times, which is okay. But, you know, we're doing well. It helps me catch up on my pop culture and uh, my Disney relevance. And, uh, you know, I uh, read mm, some Bible... Yeah. Some Bible uh, <laughs> I was going to say trivia, but I just read some of the Bible. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's good. That's good. I mean, man... Um, I, man, I think you're making me not want to have kids. <laughs> I was like, I, was, I hate not, I hate not having enough sleep. <laughs> it is the greatest thing in the world, and I wouldn't take it back for anything. Oh man, that's that's good. I'm, so uh, that's today, crazy. Caleb, I'm uh, going to a store called Second and Charles. If you don't know what that is, to our listeners, it's kind of like a consignment store, and uh, I found uh, in our our kids' closet upstairs. Probably about 30 vintage Star Trek action figures that I'm taking to see what they'll offer me for them. Oh, wait. So you, you're going to go meet, like, the the Star Trek author? No. So there's, like, a place that you can, like, basically consign, like, <clears throat> consign, like, action figures and things like that. You find video games, all kinds of comic books, things like that. So I'm taking 30 action figures that were in our closet upstairs uh, in our children's ministry, and I'm going to trade them in. Oh, okay. You're going to say how much they're worth. Get some money. Yeah. Pull. Uh, what What is that show? Pawn, Pawn Stars. Is that what the show yeah, is? Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't think any of these will would be on that show. Hey, you never know. <laughs> you know, if they would, I'm going to get ripped off tonight. So. Oh man. Um. All right. Well, yeah. I'm also going on three hours of sleep um i was up doing homework turning in a paper and uh once it hit mid once it hit midnight which means my paper was late i just kind of sat back and threw a pillow across the room out of frustration and instead of finishing the paper i wrote a blog post instead and then went back to the paper because i was just like i was done um so it's just been a frustrating week with you know, it's work and all that stuff. It's it's been very frustrating. Um, so, if you are a yeah. fan of Caleb's and you follow his uh, blogs, you probably got an email in the wee hours of the morning. Oh yeah. Well, the well, it shows how much doubt get the yawns in after three hours. Um, <laughs> so the the blog was uh about like it was it was literally just my ramblings at 3 a.m. where or what was it It was like midnight it was no it was like midnight mid midnight 45 or something like that and I was just like I I just kind of wrote based on my thoughts so I titled the blog uh the blog I kind of themed it off of friends where it was like the blog where I my or the blog where I make my stress sound super spiritual so I just like I was it was like just one of those where I was like, Hey, super transparent, I'm just stressed out, hate all this, blah. 
But you know what? Here's what Jesus has to say about that. And this is how it applies to our life. And then I just posted it. <laughs> so it was like one of those like, hey, we're I'm not I'm stressed out. I'm not like in a happy place. You may not either be in a happy place as you're reading it. So let's be in that pity party together. <laughs> and it was then like it was kind of funny. Um, hopefully, I don't know. I don't know if you've read it yet, but I found it. Enter- I found it entertaining, at least at the time. So, uh, you know, I think that's the best thing when you can find uh, those things entertaining. And um, I mean, if you don't listen or excuse me, read uh, Caleb's podcast, they're really, really great uh, blogs. And I would highly encourage you to. You said, <laughs> you said, if you don't read Caleb's podcasts, that was funny. I know. I then I fixed. I I fi- I, I fixed it and said. I think I fixed it. I don't really know. Oh, that's funny. Anyway, <laughs> oh, that's funny. Anyways, we are so glad you are listening in this this morning. Uh, I was talking to one of my one of my friends' former students, Isaiah, and he was talking about how uh, him and his 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 girlfriend ooh uh him and his girlfriend they uh they were he was showing her the podcast so they were going back and binge binge listening to all of the podcast episodes from the beginning and uh so that was funny i was like oh oh that's sweet <laughs> hmm. if this is your first time joining us hey what's up uh so we are we've been in a series called taking back religion and the the purpose of this series is we are talking about the there's been a, a train of train of thought um among christian christian thinkers um it's been growing for for a long time now and it's this idea that organized religion is the enemy within christianity like that's the problem organized religion is the problem and it's gone so far as certain some denominations or some certain uh sects of christianity like different churches or whatever have gone as far as to whether explicitly or implicitly train their their people to associate organized religion with like a demonic unclean spirit and so it, there's i've over the years i've just heard more and more of people claiming it and religion as just a as the problem and so, Aaron, we're gonna we're gonna do a little fun a fun social project here. Let's test our recollection. I want to know how would you recap the last four weeks that we have talked about this, like what we've talked about in each episode. How would you recap it? I would tell you that if you are a listener with us, first off, thanks for uh, taking time. Uh, if you're if you're driving this morning, um, as you're listening. Uh, we would tell you that we're praying for you as you are headed in to do what you're doing. Um, but I would tell you that week one, we introed this idea on um, taking back religion. And so we literally just talked about what we were talking about in the sense of like what this was going to be, what journey we were going to take you on. Um, it was just a very open conversation for about 30 minutes in the very first one. So we didn't hit a ton of content in the very first one. Um and then, um, if I'm being completely honest, the second one doesn't come to my mind as good as the third one because the third one's one of my favorites where Caleb started covering um, – he talked about church history, um, and we talked about how um, 
where what organized religion came from, what happened in church history. We talked about the first great awakening. Um, so there was a lot of different things. It, there was a lot of history. So if your history buff, the third episode was like a really big deal. Um, and then in the third one, we talked about uh, we continued the conversation like 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 where we embrace like Christianity um, uh, as an organized religion. Um, so and, and some of that is through how we connect like through we can how we connect through our walk with Jesus through um, learning about some of the history that happened. Um, and we're also learning about some of the things that, kind of uh, are the negative facts about um, the pushback, I guess, against people's um, dislike against the organized religion. So that's where we've gone so far um, in a 30-second kind of idea. I hope that makes sense. Oh, well, that's good. See? You did good. You were scared that you weren't going to do good. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, that was good. So... In the second episode, second episode was also a church history episode, and the difference between that one and the third one was the second one is I went all the way back to its basic roots and uh, talked about uh, even some of the things that are set up in place in America that have us systematically set up for failure when it comes to using uh, persecution as a means to shut down anything that's contrary to scripture um and i talk about how like america were set up to favor the underdog because our roots go back from being americans who are persecuted underdog um persecuted underdog pilgrims persecuted by english but then one of the reasons we left was you know religion and that part of it is because we're Christian, but Christians were persecuted Jews who were persecuted by Jews and Romans. And then where did the Jews come from? Where they were persecuted Hebrews who were persecuted by the Hebrews, or they were persecuted by the Egyptians. And this goes all the way back to Abraham. And it was it was just a, I fall. I started from the rabbit trail, and where I left it was at 325 A.D. Um, and then some in the Middle Ages, and then the third episode picked it up from there, went to the first Great Awakening, and then last episode, the big idea was challenging people to see some of the symbolic spiritual practices that are were traditionally practiced in the religions of Christianity and even Judaism, where we came from. So our challenge to our listeners last week was to research and look up and discover what one spiritual practice that we practice in Christianity or in Judaism uh, as a re- like as religious practices and understanding that the reason for Judaism was because Jesus was Jewish so there were certain things that Jesus would have practiced as a Jew so like Hanukkah you know, Jesus would have celebrated Hanukkah which is weird to think about um like you mean Jesus wouldn't celebrate Christmas <laughs> no no he wouldn't <laughs> and so uh he, I, think, I, mean, I think you probably just uh, baffled some people's minds. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's just understanding the holidays, holidays, the holidays that Jesus would have celebrated, which means his disciples also would have celebrated, which maybe, which means potentially their disciples also would have celebrated. Somewhere on the long lines, we we they stopped embracing their their Jewish heritage, and so 
to really reclaiming religion is understanding why these spiritual practices are so important. Um, and so that was last week. And yeah, we're, we're about to dive in to this week. So this week, what we're going to be talking about is we're in week five and there's a couple of things we want to talk about, but I'll go ahead and kick us off to help us understand that the main point that I want you and I to walk away with is one way that we can reclaim and take back religion. So one way that we can take back religion is proper word association i'm sure i've been trying to i've been racking my brain on money even for like the one i'm a one point message kind of guy so trying to think of that nice catchy little phrase but i just kind of gave up and just said it as it is because the best thing that we can do to take back religion is to say it, it as it is and what i mean by that is there's several examples where you see people where people do this but one of them uh is in the tim keller had a book that we've been reading as a staff called center church Good, good book. I don't know if you've read it, Aaron, but it's a really good Tim book. Tim Keller is one of my favorite authors, and I have not read that book yet, but yeah. I'll go add it to my Amazon wish list right now. Oh, yeah. It says a brilliant book, and Tim Keller, he does a great job at the book. It's all about gospel, like uh, gospel contextualization. So it's all about con- uh, changing the, how you're shaping the gospel around your context and where you are. And great book, great book, like nothing but good things to say. There's just this one small thing that stood out to me that I think without Tim Keller even noticing, he's also attributing to this pushback against organized religion without intentionally doing it. Because I know Tim Keller would definitely not say that organized religion is the problem. Uh, but it's these small things that we do that, uh, that speak into these beliefs or encourage these beliefs so without even realizing it. And so in chapter, I think it's five, I don't have my book with me, but I, I'm going to go on a limb and I'm going to say it's chapter five or maybe it's, cha- it's chapter five or chapter six. Cause I think I did chapter, I, we talk through, we read through it each month. And I think we the last one was chapter seven. Anyways, one of these chapters, uh, either five or six, he has this figure, uh, this, like this diagram and in the diagram, he's got comparisons, and it's like a big table chart, and it's like comparison. It's two columns. One column says religion, and one column says relationship. So I don't remember exactly all the examples, but one of them would be like, well, religion says you have to do all these things in order to be seen as righteous, or you have to do something to make up for your sins. But religions or relationship says you're accepted by grace and Jesus loves you. You know, so, I don't know, this is something that's a silly example, but that's like it, the whole table chart was like that. It was like religion says this, religion says you have to earn your worth or you have to earn your salvation. Relationship says that you you already have salvation. And that's a problem because that's not true. <laughs> that's a problem because it's not true. Like religion doesn't say that. Well, sure maybe 
main maybe other religions, but not Christianity. No, the religion of Christianity is the one that states you're saved by grace. <laughs> you are saved by grace. And, and then it goes further to say you're saved by grace through faith. Yeah, exactly. You're saved by grace through faith. And that's, so that's not what the religion says. So what, the, what we want to talk about is you got to call it out for what it is. So the whole comparison on this left side, everything he was talking about was like, religion says this, religion does that. I'm like, no, it doesn't. Legalism says this, and legalism does that. Legalism is the problem that you're point, pointing out versus relationship. That, that is a correct statement. And so what I want to encourage you, listener, because we live now in a post-Christian world, and I'll talk about it on a different day, but I'm kind of low-key glad about it for several reasons that actually maybe you could put together in episodes two and three why I kind of would be glad we're in a somewhat post-Christian world. But one of the reasons I'm that we have to be careful now is if we are in a post-Christian world, that means the people that are currently in it no longer have uh, religious vocabulary, and that means they're going to have improper word association. So if you have these people who are very new to Christianity, you think like a new Christian who base barely even knows that Jesus is a person um, or was a person, you have this person who comes in and becomes a Christian and they barely know anything about the Bible. But then all of a sudden you're just saying you're just making these vague metaphorical contrasts against religion versus relationship. Now they're going to associate and think, oh, well, religion's the problem. <laughs> but that's not, that's not that's not true. In fact, yeah, most people who would even make those comparisons earlier would not even agree with that. It was just a sexy way to rephrase legalism. <laughs> and and that's, that's, that's the problem. Now we have to just, we have to go back to saying it is, is what it is, going back to the basics and saying what it is is legalism. Or, I don't know, think to yourself, like, what's the reason you wouldn't like Christians? You know, I think if I were to think of what's the re- reason I wouldn't like Christians, I would think back to oh. <laughs> yawning <laughs> um, or rock star. Take your pick. Uh, <laughs> so I was one of the reasons that I would say I wouldn't like Christians would be because of those like, you know, like the 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 what are they called protesters and not 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 like the bat not like the, the protesters like people are like protesting you know abortion that's not a bad protest but i'm talking about the protesters who just stand out in the streets with like their megaphones and they're like you know god hates you or like god hates you and you, you need to go relate to god and you're going to hell and which which <laughs> Which you've talked about like many times, like in the other podcasts about how like our approach is important because if our approach isn't done with grace and love and truth of the scripture, what that does is it imposes on people that if you don't believe what we believe, that there's no hope for you um, in life or um, in eternity when the approach that we want to take is more of a an approach of love and Hopefully through that love and grace and truth of the Lord, it helps people come to know 
Jesus and come to want to believe in Christianity. Um, you've talked about it multiple times within blog posts and podcasts about ways that you like reach out to people and tell people about Jesus that maybe not don't believe in him. And it's, it's all about the approach. And I think yeah. that's what you're saying too. It's just sometimes we, we are really aggressive when people really just want to know that they're loved and heard. Mm. Um, and mm. through, through being loved and heard, what we can do is we can show uh, the gospel, which is so important for us. And through this, we can show people that we are sinners too, um, because oftentimes we as Christians are really good at times at saying like, you know, um, I'm a Christian. I don't sin or lie or I don't do anything wrong. And I'm going to be the first to tell you that I make mistakes every single day. And I think that if people can see that relatable moment, then what that's going to do for people is going to show people that um, Christianity isn't a perfect walk with Jesus. What it is, is it's a walk with Jesus that you're daily having to surrender. Mm. Um, preacher, so, preacher Aaron the, <laughs> just walked in the house today. <laughs> you know, I, I just woke up. My coffee just took effect. That's right. Your, your coffee kicked in good. Uh, yeah, no, everything you said is, is perfect. Literally, it's perfect. Uh, because you know, I tell my students this and my disciples this all the time is people people are attracted to what they're missing out on. People are attracted to what they're missing out on. And the proper approach to evangelism is living your life in a way that teaches others they're missing out on something if they don't have Jesus. Yeah. And like, and and one of our, and one, sorry. And one of our truths, like, so we love orange curriculum that's done through rethink and Reggie Joyner and all that fun stuff. But one of the, like one of our like basic truths um, that is so important to us that really I don't think we get enough is I should treat others the way I want to be treated. And, Mm. you know, I saw Shelly Giglio posted a thing a few weeks ago and she also, if you don't know who Shelly Giglio is, Shelly is the wife of Louis Giglio. Louis is a pastor here of a church in North Atlanta called Passion City Church. You may have heard of it. Um, But she said, why aren't we, why aren't we willing to extend the same grace that we're asking for? Hmm. And I think that is convicting in itself. Anyways, I cut you off. I apologize. No, no, no. You're good. I was. You're good. That is. Yeah. No, that's a great point. And is understanding that as Christians, like we have to take things kind of really back to the basics. Is you know pulling us back to the point. The point is that we need to start calling things out for what they are. So one way you can take back religion is saying it, saying things, calling things what they are. So I'm going to like I gotta shape this, I got to shape it so I can put it in our summary. You can take back religion by, by saying it as it is. Or is that, does that make sense? I don't know. Yes. Literally like, yes. So what you're basically saying for those who think like me, because Caleb thinks in a more complex way, I think in a more like matter of fact, like here's what we're thinking. So basically what he's saying is, um, saying it like it is basically um gosh now my brain just farted i'm sorry <laughs> yeah well because um, ironically the hard part is that as someone who's writing a book called simply love jesus i don't think very simply <laughs> yeah and so Say, ask the question word. you ask the question you just asked again uh, Wait, so is, just make it does it does it clarify and make sense when if i say we can take back religion as christians by saying it as it is or claiming it 
claiming it as it is, saying it as it is. Okay, yeah. So yeah. not basically not sugarcoating it. So like if yeah. um an example, if a friend has something in their teeth, um Caleb, if you have broccoli in your teeth, you don't want me to like literally do hand gestures and make this big deal about it where you're trying to figure out what's going on. You'd rather me look at you and say, hey, bro, hey, you have something in your teeth, like saying it literally how it is. Mm. Um, and how does that work in the Christian walk with Jesus? Yeah, like, well, well, for us, it works. And when you hear when you hear people associating religion is the problem like for example well you know christianity it's not a religion it's a relationship no you just correct that and say no it is a religion but it is also a relationship what you're speaking into is like legalism you know if i don't like if i say i just don't like religion well then ask a question you go when you say that what do you mean by that and if they Mm -hmm. say well, I just don't know. We know religious people, they just they just hate people and they're angry and they're just aggressively dogmatic or they, you know, they, you know, they do that. And then they just say, well, then that's what you don't like. You don't like people, the people who are choose to use their religion to be aggressively dogmatic and cast shame on people. But you don't dislike religion. In fact, the religion is what makes it really beautiful. <laughs> also, if you didn't catch it, you may want to replay what he just said because he used some very big words there. Um, <laughs> dogmatic. Uh, yes, yeah, sorry. Um, and no, that's not an automatic dog uh, vacuum machine. Oh. Um, <laughs> that does that's what sound, it sounds like. It does <laughs> The dog. I just, I just, I just like dog. for some reason I just like thought of like a thirty, like what is this, like a thirties commercial, and it's like you know you pull up and it's got this like crazy like thirties thirties music pulling up and oh are are you having problem with like cleaning up your vacuum floors? Did did, did some did some, your doggy go make a boo boo on the floor? <laughs> like well then it's we like, have the answer for you. It's yeah, the doggy it's like, matic dogmatic. Oh, no. dogmatic three thousand. It's the dogmatic three thousand. Oh, Get it today God. for only three payments of nineteen ninety five plus shipping and handling and then it's the guy in the background that's like I'm <laughs> in, in in America like you, know, you can ship your so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. only works with battery powder lithium batteries like, yeah batteries not included it's <laughs> funny that's funny <laughs> um, I'm glad I could bring humor to this podcast everyone anyways so <laughs> going back to the where did we where were we last leave off? Oh yeah, we were talking about um calling it as it is. So yeah, if one way that we can take back religion as Christians is saying it as it is, is claiming the issue for what the issue actually is. If it's legalism, then say it's legalism. If it's you don't like people who use shame and cast shame or judgment or whatever then say i just don't like people who cast shame or judgment or whatever don't sit here and use bad word association when the reality is we now live in an age where that word association is not going to do anything except confuse them (laughs) it's all it's going to do is confuse them because you're going to with now if we just sit here we keep making these contrasts of like religion is the problem then you know what they're going to grow up and thinking religion's the problem. 
<laughs> because we keep associating it as this bad thing. But it's not a bad thing. It's re- the religion of Christianity is what says we are saved by grace. It's what's it's it's going back to episode one. God did not tell Abraham that hey, you're not gonna be a na-. he didn't say you're not gonna be a nation. You're gonna be a family. Oh my gosh, and you're just it's gonna be so beautiful. No, he said you're gonna be a nation, but you're gonna be the greatest nation. The word blessed means to be set apart. Uh, and it's it's similar to the word holy, but slightly different. But the primary understanding of the word blessed is, is to be set apart. You're being you're and the God says, I will bless you. I will bless and all nations will be blessed through you. And they'll be set apart because Israel as a nation is being set apart and is, is actually being an example of the best nation. And in the same way, the religion of Christianity is we have to understand it is the it is supposed to be an example of the greatest religion. And oop. Sorry, I had a hiccup. Um and I oop. Anyways, my students have been doing that all week. Now it's stuck in my head. Alright, anyway. <laughs> so I hope that makes sense. I hope that you're you're resonating with that. And I want you to think through what are some ways that you may have been attributing that language or bad bad word association. And how can you course correct that? So think through, you know, here's a question for you to think through. What is it that you don't like about Christians? You know, what is it that you don't like? Is it the damnation preachers like me? Is it the um, hypocrisy or hip- hip- hypocrisy, 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 hypocrisy. Yeah, hypocrisy. Hypocrisy um, is another product QVC will sell. Okay. <laughs> um. So is the is it the hypocrisy? Is it the judgment? What is it that you don't like? And then make sure you're now associating that with that thing. Don't don't try to spin it off and make it sexy. Like say it for what it is. It's and because of that you're going to gain well one you're going to gain more credibility with people because you'll you know you'll stop you'll you start speaking more professionally uh but it's it's also helping those who don't believe in Jesus get proper association with what the bad thing is and it's it's understanding that the religion of Christianity teaches us to love God with all of our heart soul mind and strength to love our neighbor as ourselves and it's and it's through we that don't, we don't and we don't get that last part yeah yeah we don't get that and like, you know, love God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength. And then the most important part of that, obviously, is the love God portion. And it talks about heart, soul, mind, strength. But then it talks about how how to love our neighbors as ourselves. Mm. And can you honestly say that you love um, the person next to you that is sinning, that drives you crazy, that? is different that doesn't believe what you believe because even if they don't believe what you believe you're still called to love them just like you love yourself and jesus takes that even a step further because the purpose of the parable the good the good samaritan the whole point of that parable is he's saying that you are to love the person who are you supposed who is your neighbor when it says love your neighbor your neighbor is the person that you hate like he, the Samaritans, there was 800 years of racism going on between Jews and Samaritans. That's double the amount of times that we've been seeing racism in America, give or take a couple of years. Uh, but that's double the amount of time, and it was no, there was no intention of changing. And so 
it was it was so deep. We'll go on that another tangent another day. Talking about the the Good Samaritan, but the the point is is the religion of Christianity. I mean, this is even goes into when you choose to simply love Jesus. You know, when you embrace that idea of simply loving Jesus, naturally you're going to start embracing Christianity as a religion. Why? Because when I love God, when God's love for me influences my love for him, when I, when everything that I am starts and revolves around loving Jesus, then I will begin to love what God loves and I will cherish what God cherishes and I will desire what God desires. And in the midst of that, that draws me to the word of the the scriptures. Um, it draws me to the scriptures and to read and to look at the scriptures as an opportunity to know who God is. And in the midst of learning that, then I discover the beauties of the complexities and the spiritual things and the practices and the, and the symbolic things and how beautiful these things are constructed and how God designs them. The intentionality of like the temple, for example, the artwork within the temple, the intricacies that it was put into the architecture and all of these things to, to glorify and to, and to represent like the kingdom of God and and all these symbolic meanings and how these symbols actually we're we believe that these symbols biblically speaking do something they're not just there to look pretty like the things that are symbol symbolic aren't fake they're not like it's not they're they, they're not empty they have meaning. In fact, biblically speaking, we believe that certain symbols, there's something spiritual that's going on there. And spiritual doesn't mean not real. It just means you can't see it. So like there's spiritual forces. There's angels and demons. Those are real things. You just can't see them. Uh, so when the same thing with symbols, we believe symbols, there are, there are spiritual properties behind them. You just can't see them. And when you understand, you read the scriptures and you learn what God loves it and he loves what he loves and he, and he desires what he desires. And the more that you love him and you seek him and you desire him, you're just going to you're going to come to this place where you're just like, oh, there's something so beautiful about this religion, about this religion. And it changes and it's so different. It's it's so different from the rest of the world and it's different from everyone else's religion. In fact, I believe we are the greatest religion and I want other people to know that we are the greatest religion. And so I'm so compelled by my love for God and what this religion, how it transforms me and it shapes my mind and my heart and my actions. And now I can live my life in a way that teaches others they're missing out on something if they don't have Jesus. You know what? I think right there is a great place for us to just um, stop. And um, I think I think there's a lot of really great content in this. And I think we talked a lot. Um, this is actually, actually one of my favorite conversations we've had um, in this series. Um, I'd encourage you, if you have specific questions, to... Uh, you can DM uh, Caleb at Caleb S. Davis, or you can DM myself at at Collier Aaron, or you can follow us on uh, follow Simply Love Jesus on uh, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Um, but Caleb, what are your final thoughts? Yeah, well, my final thoughts. Uh, I think you you put it all together really well, Aaron. My only final thoughts is just helping you guys uh, under, uh, know the the songs we have for today. So our songs are so 
graciously provided to us by Chill Hop Music. They have, they allow us to use their music in our podcast. Um, and the only thing they ask is that we just give them proper credits, like who made because Chill Hop Records is like a they're kind of like a publisher. Like they're gonna they compile a bunch of different artists and their music and they put them together for like this lo-fi chill chill stuff um chill music and so their chill hop records or chill hop music is the people that put this out there for us but like the artists that we have for today all they ask is that we give them credits and so we want to honor that so the one of the songs that we used is by miss miskel miskel uh and the song is called remember and another song is uh by uh psalm trees and well i don't even know how to pronounce this how do you spell pronounce or how do you spell or pronounce uh g-u-i-l-l-a-u-m-e guami that's what i was gonna say guami mushal guami mushal and the song is lazy french beagles it's such i always these, these names are always so fascinating to me but the music's great uh, and so the last one is Sugi.wa, and the name is Changing Lanes. So those are the three songs we are using today. Really hope you guys, uh, if you like those songs, you can easily go find them on Spotify. Um, they All three of these come from the al- album Daydreams number two. So you can just go find that online if you want to listen to this music. I find it great for studying. Super cool. But anyways, man, we're so grateful that you came and uh, listened with us Uh, we hope that you share this podcast with your friends and you can do that by finding us on instagram or social media at slj ministries you can follow aaron by following him at collier aaron or myself at caleb s davis and we hope you all have a great week we'll see you next week and yeah yeah see you guys later let us know how we can pray for you peace out yeah see you later